Hi, everybody. Welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we're going to discuss a Swedish film made from a best-selling thriller of a novel called The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Originally, that title of that book was The Men Who Hated Women. (laughs) I think they improved the title. Very, very much (laughs) so, although the original title is kind of true. Yeah. The film is directed by Niels Arden Uplev. And it stars Michael Nykvist and Numi Rapace. And when you see this film, you'll never forget her again. Oh, absolutely. She's phenomenal. In fact, everything in this movie is so original. It's so unconventional. Fortunately, the director, Oplev, he really likes delving into a backstory, showing us events that may or may not be connected to the central plot of this film. That's right. And you're going to be guessing all the way through the film. The basic plot is that a recently fired investigative Mm -hmm. reporter named Michael Blumquist is waiting to serve a six-month sentence for libel. He doesn't have anything to do, and he is hired by the elderly head of an extremely wealthy Mm -hmm. Swedish family to investigate the disappearance of a young girl from this family 40 years earlier, Mm -hmm. and there are virtually no clues. And when we see Michael finding Mm -hmm. clues and hints that nobody else in the world could dream of finding, we realize what a really good investigative Mm -hmm. reporter he is. Right. In his search, he eventually runs into a very strange young woman named Lisbeth Salander, and this is played by Numi Rapace. She is very gothic looking. She's a very contemporary girl. She's kind of a hip biker chick. She wears lots of leather, and you can just imagine that she's got whips somewhere hidden nearby. She wears boots. As you mentioned, she's a goth chick, and she's very contemporary, very edgy, and that's what makes this film so intriguing is the working relationship between this kind of rumply college professor kind of guy, Michael, and the very edgy and unconventional Lisbeth Salander. She plays a computer hacker who has just been released from a mental hospital, and she's really suffering abuse from her parole officer. There are scenes between the two of them that you almost have to look away. In fact, you might look away. But as violent and as brutal as this film is, and it really never stops being brutal, you're going to be fascinated with every frame of it. I think this is an amazing film. I felt elated when I walked out of the theater because I thought this is a different way of putting together a movie thriller. I agree. There are some hints of Daphne du Maurier in this film, Agatha Christie, a little bit of Hitchcock thrown in. And then you have kind of detective work that you associate with Miss Marple or Jessica Fletcher, a couple of the grand dames of murder mysteries. Absolutely. You mentioned that there's brutality all through the film. Yes, there is, but I certainly want to assure our listeners that there are many, many sequences and a lot of minutes devoted to research in this film. The time, the hours that our two main characters spend doing archival work, hacking into computers, this is all very, very contemporary stuff, and there is no brutality, shall we say, in those sequences. Well, that's very true, and that's what makes this so interesting. You look at these two people, and together, they do add up to one of the best detective teams ever. But what I really need to talk about, Anne, and you and I have chatted about this mm-hmm. you know, before we decided to review it, Sure. we have to talk about the actress Numi Rapace, who plays Lisbeth. Right. You've never seen anybody like her. She is so 
fascinating. There are such depths to her character. Indeed. And such depths to her eyes. Well, you know what works for me is that the director here really took the time to show all of these characters inside and out, upside and down. They are complex, complicated human beings whose private lives are probably, are unfortunately, a little bit more perverse than normal people. To say the least. But it's that behavior, it's that past, it's the actions that come out of the abuse that has been heaped upon this woman, Elizabeth, that creates her being and her soul and the way she is. I think it's just one of the wonderful aspects of this film, and you really want to applaud the writers and the director for allowing this kind of a movie to be made. We don't get this kind of a film being made here in the United States. Absolutely not. It's just not done. It's like reading a Tolstoy novel or Dostoevsky, oh, yeah. where the pages unfold chapter after chapter, and then eventually you see the layers peeling back off of these people. This is what makes the girl with the dragon tattoo fascinating filmmaking. Not only do you have that great mystery going on, and yes. of course that fuels the entire movie, that right. is the motivation for these two people to get together, but then you have the odd coupling of these two people, and you will wonder, will they get together? Will they not? Do they have a romance? Will that romance last? What will be the ramifications of these two people should they let their guard down? Wow, what a movie. And, you know, he keeps asking her all during the film because he can't figure her out. And he is a reporter. Yes, he is a reporter, and he keeps asking her, what has happened to you? What made you the way you are? exactly. And she will not answer him, and she really never does, although she answers the audience to an extent, to an extent. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things in this film that you will have revealed to you, but it is then your job as a watcher Mm -hmm. to figure out what it means. Well, you want to do the interpretation. I think another part of the film that really fascinated me was that there was no direct link between Elizabeth and Harriet Vanger, the girl who disappeared. However, when I thought about the film later, it seems to me that the thing that drew her to this case was the fact that Harriet suffered probably at the hands of some tyranny within that family. Yes. And that's exactly what Elizabeth herself had been suffering from all of her years. Yes. So there is this kind of oblique connection between Elizabeth and the missing girl, Harriet. It is fascinating, and it is well, well directed and brilliantly acted by these two people, Michael Nyquist and especially Numi Rapace. She was just so fascinating. And when you see her in the very last scene of the film, it's going to knock your socks off. Exactly. Absolutely. I also want to point out that the cinematography is absolutely great. There is nothing cozy about the little cottage that these two people have to share. Oh, no. It is a chilly, chilly spot. And from that environment, they have to try to put the pieces together of this really extraordinary puzzle. I'm telling you, I couldn't believe how unorthodox everything about this movie was and what an original and fascinating and very satisfying film Girl with the Dragon Tattoo turned out to be for me. I think you're completely right, Anne. You know, with all the hints of this writer and that director, and there certainly are hints, Mm -hmm. when you really walk out of the theater and think about it as you're going home or when you take it out of the DVD player, you're going to realize that you've really never seen anything quite like this. No, it's absolutely 
absolutely fresh, and it had me riveted. So, based on the fact that it has great cinematography and so much allure, there's a sexual tension going on, there's the wonderful mystery that these two are trying to solve. It's just such an unusual movie. I can't think of any film that's remotely like it. So I'm thrilled to give the girl with the dragon tattoo a very, very bright green light. Oh, me too, me too. I was absolutely delighted using that word about a film that is not delightful. Well, you were blown away. Absolutely. (laughs) So two green lights triumphant green lights from Ann Elder and myself for The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Dazzling, dazzling film. Absolutely. Well, we're going to come back very shortly with another film. If we like it half as much as we liked The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, I will be very, very satisfied. Until then, my name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hope that we're going to meet you loving the popcorn at the movies. Hello everyone, my name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, nextbestpicture.com. On our show, we explore all year long what is possibly going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We do this by conducting interviews with people within the film industry, holding weekly reviews of the latest theatrical releases, and on our main show, where we dive into various different topics, answer your fan questions, and also do our best to explore Oscar history's past in hopes that it will tell us something new for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com. 